0: I try and only go for airline and the bag you can make They made me check my bag on the way down to Bridgetown. That I carried on the way up.
1: St. Maryland? Is that Delphine? Yeah,
0: same airline, yeah. Well no, that was Alaska. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, finding us on the internet again. Uh, my name is Murray Valeriano, your host. This is Road Stories. Uh have a very exciting show for you guys tonight. Um, had a couple false starts there, guys. Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. Dragging <laughs> a little ass today. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Will Jacobson, who wrote us a nice review on iTunes. Thanks a lot, Will. I really appreciate it. I thank you for listening and spreading the word. Um, tell you what, Will, why don't you uh, hit the Road Stories page on Facebook, give it a little like, Send me a message, and I'll send you a T-shirt for the effort. Uh, really appreciate it. By the way, guys, you'll be leaving with a T-shirt today.
2: Also. All, right, All right, That's cool. great. Yes. Really? Yeah. Can I say something to My Will, God, if I'm he's listening? To yeah, yeah. Uh, Will, uh, we had a technical difficulty, but let me just say that Murray's first uh, acknowledgement of you was a little bit more sincere, and a little bit more heartfelt. <laughs> he really does care about you, but this is the second time he's saying it, so he rushed through it a little bit, but uh, we do appreciate your business. <laughs> awesome.
1: He spent a half hour talking about you the first time. I yeah, know uh, <laughs> it wasn't recording, but um,
2: it's out there. All right, great. All right. <laughs> awesome. And right. Uh, while you're at it, do something nice for me, too. <laughs> no.
0: Well, let's find out who you are. Uh, <laughs> to my left, um... Joining me today, Uh, just watched his movie Punching the Clown, actually, a couple weeks ago. Gary Goldman and I talked about it on a podcast about a month and a half ago.
2: Oh, that's great. See, I would have never known that. I want to check that out.
0: And uh, I watched that. It was great. You got a Comedy Central special, I believe, out a few years ago?
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's getting older and older.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The very funny Henry Phillips is joining us today.
2: Thank you, John. Thanks very
0: much. And uh, sitting next to him, uh, very funny... um, Saw him on Ferguson twice, did I? Yes. Twice on Ferguson. Yes. Twice. Um, oh, yeah too. Great sets on there. Thank yeah. You. You. We just uh did Bridgetown earlier. This phenomenal. M- well I guess it was last month now. Yeah. Um had a few drinks up there and a few laughs. That was
3: a good time Do we do any shows together or do we even know? I don't know if we even know if we did.
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think yeah. we're just at the bar. It's afterwards. more it's
3: a party with comedy on the side. I really yeah. think I don't think it's a big I mean, party.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh Patrick Keane joins us today. Yeah. Yeah. Good to Patrick. be Patrick.
3: Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody.
0: <laughs> and uh sitting next to him, um very funny girl who I met at well, I met before, but I met at Bridgetown and I have a very funny story about you. Can I tell it? It's kind of embarrassing.
1: Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't remember uh, Bridgetown. Like First night of Bridgetown, uh we get very drunk. And um hang out i think we shared a cab ride too or that might have been the next night i'm not sure okay and the first night uh hang out just goofing around being drunk or whatever i stumble into starbucks the next morning i run into you and sharon houston and someone dwayne Dwayne perkins Perkins. and i'm like hey sharon hey dwayne and then i see (laughs) Jen, and she's like hey we've met before haven't we I'm like, yeah, last
1: night, drunkie.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. You need a 12-hour recall.
1: No, I knew I had met him, but he put out his hand. That's why I was like, wait, am I crazy? Like, he put it out like he was going to introduce himself, and I'm like, we met before.
0: <laughs> anyway. And then, very... you,
1: and then you said, yeah, last night I felt stupid. But I... Oh, I didn't mean to make you feel no, stupid. No, I thought yeah. it was funny.
0: But it, very funny. From Also from uh, Last Comic Standing. Oh, oh that's yes, right. Yes, yes. The very funny Jennifer Murphy yeah, joins us today. Yes, Jennifer. Oh, thank you. <gasps> Is that
1: Irish? I did think that, we, that I had met you before, though, in L.A., before Bridgetown.
3: Maybe at a show out here on the west side, maybe at that uh, Promenade Playhouse, no? Mm-hmm. I feel like that could have been a crossroads for you, too.
1: Oh, really? Have I, you
0: ever done the Promenade done Playhouse? That? I don't know, because that's where I see Murray from time
3: to time. Oh.
1: <laughs> no. Oh.
0: That's a great little, uh, little theater yeah. venue in town. It's just up the street from me, so I can just roll out of here at, like, 10 to 9. Oh, it's nice. Be home at 9.30.
2: Nice. I heard Bridgetown was amazing. Yeah. I can understand people so getting fun. drunk there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Bridgetown nicest
1: was nicest festival. I've never been to a festival that gave that much to the comics.
0: Yeah, I mean every place was catered, every place had drinks. Yeah, they were you, really nice. You shuttled anywhere you wanted for mm-hmm.
1: 200 yeah. comics too.
2: Yeah, I yeah. know, and that's another cool thing. It's like really smooth. You know, just production. giving that much stage time to that many comics of all different levels is really cool.
0: Yeah.
3: I In mean, an amazing city that still yeah. manages to fly below the radar. I, I don't feel oh, like it's such I, a great city I don't th- Portland.
0: Like, yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, I've never been there. Yeah. Because,
3: you know, Seattle and San I I feel like it's it's maybe what those cities were or uh you know twenty years ago or thirty nice years ago. People. But but they're still managing to fly like
2: twenty comics. And
1: cool yeah. strip clubs. Really? Yeah.
3: Oh you yeah. went to the oh, one you didn't strip club? Go? To the strip I didn't go, Wow,
1: no. oh, that's one of the big uh really What's the word I'm looking for?
2: Attractions?
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember Yeah, yeah everybody going. <laughs> no, the strip
2: clubs are great. They it actually is... give you money. That's oh. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, great. All right. Yeah, well, You've got to do that. Year, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to go <laughs> next year. Strippers just walk around yeah, and they... give people money. That's great.
1: They man. did the arcade and then the strip club. It was an action-packed Oh, oh the, the strip club was after Friday. the arcade?
0: Oh, oh okay, because right. I was doing that's the podcast right, right after the arcade. So that's why we didn't go to the strip club. But it's one strip club that they all went. It's like the Magic Circle or... I don't know what it was called. Do you remember?
1: No, I, I don't mem- remember.
0: Everybody had the T-shirt on the next day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And then the clubs are both good,
0: right? Harvey's and Helium. Uh, I've
3: only Helium.
1: done Harvey. Oh no, Helium was good too. Yeah, yeah
0: Helium's a great club. Oh man, I probably my best set was at Helium that weekend. Nice. Yeah, we did the. Uh, I was on the TV writers show with like Mike Upchurch and. Um everybody else from New York I just met like mm-hmm. guys who wrote for Fallon and all those guys and it was great place was packed it was awesome yeah it's, it's a, a good club, club. I hear that. Harvey's guy's a little bit of a dick uh, I looked at Henry I did Harvey's <laughs> I've never been there oh really so he is a dick <laughs> yeah, <I'm
1: just> <laughs> my first time in Portland was in February because I mm-hmm. did Harvey's for a weekend oh okay and uh, it was a great club yeah the guy wasn't there really I met him once and that was it mm-hmm. so it was a girl Baring that was him. Yeah, so I didn't you have did any it, right, problem Patrick? with him.
3: That's with where John I opened Fox. for John Fox. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Great. Wait, uh, the the Har- this- Harveys. Yeah, years ago. Did you ago. like it? Yeah, I had a great time. You know, they didn't it's bill huge. it as the John Fox show. They billed it as the Dirty Show, so it was able oh, okay. to really get sold out. And I'm not dirty, uh-huh. so I was just opening for him. But that's uh,
1: a big club. The last
3: night, the la- it was a Sunday night. You know that story. The last it was the Sunday oh, night yeah. of the last show, and John is in the uh, kitchen, like nabbing eggs out of the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what What do you? what are you doing? And he's like, this is breakfast for tomorrow. And he's looking at me, shaking his head, just going, what a dumb rookie. <laughs> like, like I'm the, like, you're the, idiot, the idiot for not stealing for not egg. stealing
2: eggs from the club. That's so good in the fridge.
3: And I was like, okay, maybe you've been on the road a long time or something.
2: I would, um, you know what else is kind of funny is there's a John Fox. Who's a booker, I guess mm-hmm. up in that in region. The same area. Yeah. yeah. But it's like that poor guy He's probably a responsible guy, but it's like, people probably always get that confused. It's like, didn't you like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> S- scold some right, comic right. For not stealing an egg right. it's like, No I never did Any of that shit Right right All <laughs> <Like, laughs> that Weren't you like you, yeah. Didn't you get a hooker For your pants at Denny's down Or something like a, that Yeah, yeah. Child, yeah, yeah. Well no, what, I didn't do Any of those things I'm a responsible booker There <laughs> should be a website That distinguishes Yeah
3: yeah and so I feel like This there's is a this third John, John Fox. Fox Oh there's a football coach A pro fo- oh, football great. coach He coaches Denver
2: Yeah that'd be a great interview yeah. Did you steal an egg From a comedy club What I'm a fucking millionaire
0: The Comic John Fox, I have been told, and maybe even on this podcast, is the reason you can't eat the mayonnaise in a comedy condo. Oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I've heard
1: what? That, yeah. that. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> At that condo, <laughs>
0: or in, in any you know, condo, if
3: you.
1: Oh gross! he really <laughs> dirty? I don't know who John Fox is. Dirty, uh,
3: yeah. I mean, material-wise, material-wise, yeah, I mean, dirty. Well, obviously, in a just a condo. He's dirty too. He came up with the uh, the Roddy Dangerfield specials.
0: Yeah, I did uh Tommy uh, T's with him a couple oh summers ago, and I he didn't have a car, and I had to drive him, and he was pit. I was staying in for some reason cindy that club loves me and she put me in a nice hotel and then put him in one and he was really pissed but then i had to drive him to the strip club so the strippers could give him pot cookies oh my god and then drive him home that's That's amazing unbelievable when when strippers give you drugs that's like he's like i've been coming to this place for years and they just ran out and kissed him and gave him pot cookies yeah yeah I you know, to get arrested and I don't, I'm don't. i not going to the strip club or do I eat pot cookies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. No. Well,
3: Dom Herrera, I think, was quoted as saying, look, you, you haven't done the road
2: unless you have one John Fox story. I oh, yeah.
3: Dom Herrera said oh, that, wow. actually. Oh, wow. Which says a lot,
2: so. I got one, sort of. Not really a very great one, but I was at a bar. I was in Indianapolis where Patrick just got back from and uh, we were at the bar that was near the condo and everybody's drinking and John Fox is crazy drunk and... Uh, the opening acts and all the comics were hanging out but he was so drunk and he came up to me and he was just like whatever joke you've got tell it to me and i'll tell it back to you better than anybody's ever told <laughs> before. And i was like Ugh. well for one thing i i got kind of long sort of setups and it's, it's not great for this kind of setting or attention span and you know i have a guitar that i do songs with and stuff and I thought, all right, I'll give it a shot. So I took the most one-liner type joke that I had, and I, I started telling it, and I could see his eyes just like glazing over while he's listening to the joke. (laughs) And I just saw him just like exit his body. Like I must have bored him to death. (laughs) And uh, and then there's this when I get to the punchline, there's no laugh. There's just dead silence, and he just goes, "That ain't a joke. You owe me a shot." (laughs) And I'm like, "What? I didn't even know there was a shot like involved." But yeah, we continued to drink, and then, uh, and then the next morning he went on the radio and said, uh, it was uh, on the Bob and Tom show, and they go, uh, so, uh, so you're sober now, right? And he goes, that's right, I am sober. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, What? Yeah. Like flat your... out lying. <laughs> but uh not you know, I mean I understand I guess why a guy would do that, but you know, hey, wear it, you know. Yeah. Drink, he boy. should have bought
1: you a shot because he did not live up to his word. Yeah, I know. Oh
2: yeah. yeah we yes. didn't really have any official did arbiter of the of the contest. He was you know, just
0: known for just back in the day not being sober. Like he was known for just getting his paycheck and I believe I'm not telling tales out of school here. But he's known for just getting paid up front and then just blowing it all on yeah. blow. Oh, yeah.
2: No, I've heard of a couple of those stories, too. And then, But they would book him again. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I was talking to one of these people, and they were like, oh, last time we had him here, um, he was up there for 15 minutes, and he got so drunk, he threw the mic down and walked off the stage. People were pissed. They wanted their money back. And then this is my favorite part. Then they go, Hope he doesn't do that again this time. And I'm like <laughs> What do you mean this time? Like so you can do that and get booked again? It's like at that point you're just, you know, fool me once, you know. And it's like you're just asking for it. No. Yeah. Oh, hope he doesn't hear here. He you must go. have
1: a big following then, right? I think really at one recent? point
2: maybe he did. He I mean he's was a
3: great joke
0: writer. He's great joke. He was, jo- was doping for Dangerfield for yeah for years. Years he does a great Rodney, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know,
3: knew him personally, so his, his yeah. Rodney
0: is great. We should probably say this though. Yeah. Uh John is not in good shape right, right now. He's right. uh st- Yeah, there's a
2: very scary video that he put out there warning people to get their stuff checked out Yeah, yeah. he got cancer, stage, stage four. 4. Yeah, it doesn't look good. He's yeah. a legend.
0: Yeah, so it's a little shout out to him, John. Yeah, I know,
2: that's something you cannot take away from that guy. He is a legend for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Awesome. So off that, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? He must be pretty uh, old, right? No, oh, that's
3: no, not old. No, no, no. Old? he's older than that. Yeah, I think 55. he's up there. I think he's no, I think He was with danger. I think he's in his 60s probably. Cuz oh, he looked really? like, yeah, yeah. His legend grows stronger. Yeah, that's Get an probably. album. Yeah, you'll see, you'll see why. You can it's beat him up on YouTube this old YouTube, yeah, there's some th- fun
0: He's th- you old. Check uh, him out. Young comedian specials. is up there. Now, uh, Patrick, you just got back from the Midwest, right? Speaking uh, of Bob and yeah, Tom.
3: Yeah, I was uh, did Bob and Tom last week. That's a great first time. I've done it about uh, eight times, I guess. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been there at that club, A few both those clubs. There's two crackers. If you're in Indianapolis, there's two crackers. There's one downtown and then one in a kind of a hip, younger, hipper area, I guess, mm-hmm. Broad Ripple. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, the one downtown was where I was, and uh, it was a little crazy. There's some crazy stories from that club. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it, this, what I'll say right now, didn't happen at this show uh, in the last week, but about five years ago around Christmas I think I told you Henry but uh, it was around Christmas and there was a guy kind of not heckling but you know when someone's laughing too much at each joke or maybe commenting and laughing and it's like they're not really hurting the show but they're not helping it and he kind of through my set I was opening for a guy named Dan Davidson who now lives in Denver and it was kind of fine with me. I was like, okay, this is right on the cusp. This is on the edge. This guy's going to go over. Eventually, probably when the headliner gets up here, he's, this is going to become a problem. And Dan Davidson does a lot of crowd work. And so it became a problem. And this guy was kind of white, trash, gangster cap capped teeth. And, oh, yeah, dog, yeah, dog, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God. And he just kept kind of, and it became a problem slowly. And he gets up to go to the bathroom, thank God, at one point in the show. And then this uh, Marine stands up and follows him to the bathroom. And I say Marine because this guy was in full regalia. like it, He was going to be on The Price is Right. You know how the soldiers oh. wear <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's the yeah, That's the yeah, infantry uniform and the Price is Right uniform.
2: they have the two. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Nice. The military now issues a Price is Right. <laughs> it's a uh, sure way to get on the show. It's
3: Yeah, that's it. And he followed him to the bathroom. And I don't know if Dan commented on it or if people kind of looked around going, uh, that's weird timing. Like that guy's getting up to go and that Marine just got up. And people were like, we may not see that guy again. You know, There was kind of that general feeling. And sure enough, about five minutes later, the Marine came back into the room. And, and this the guy didn't. was nowhere to be found. He never came back? He didn't come back. And uh, so we were like, all right. And I don't know if Dan made reference to it or if kind of just the crowd was looking around going, yeah, that guy, there's probably a body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sure enough, outside afterwards, this guy uh, was yelling. He's like, where's that Marine? I want to fight that Marine. You know, I want that guy's, that Marine's ass. And the Marine's girlfriend is, like, going, Hey, guy, like, please, for your sake, I'd let this go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just got back from um, Iraq, and he found out he's got to go back. So, like, he's yeah. not in a good mood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess, yeah, I guess the Marine had gone into the bathroom and said, uh, there were a couple witnesses that said, Look, you're being rude to that crowd, to this comics. You know, you're going to knock it off. And the guy, you know, probably mouthed off. And uh, the Marine knocked him out cold.
0: Wow, oh, really? Yeah,
3: and came back. So it was weird to... It's like, oh wow, there's evil in the world, but there's good. You know, yeah, like yeah. Oh, I know. Field. Yeah, every
2: once in a while, it's like the right people. There's
0: really. a, there's a few clubs where I wouldn't mind uh, putting a marine in oh, the yeah. audience. I think
2: it'd be. Per- I think it's perfect for. Yeah,
0: like
3: there's all these guys doing MMA. All these all these guys that are coming off uh, professional athletes that, or college athletes or mm-hmm. whatever. All this training with nothing to do with it. Put a comedy club shirt on him and put him in the back of the room, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Patrol these areas. A comic shouldn't need to know martial arts and be doing stand-up comedy <laughs> to defend his life. I just feel like a lot of these cubs. It's like, who's going to defend us if this goes crazy? Oh, Marsha, you know yeah. she's over there. That little girl right there
0: is security. The one with like, the tray okay. full of drinks. Right, at Marcia. Right. Okay, great, awesome. So I'd like to see more of that myself. No, I will say this, and I say it, and I'll say it again. I've said it a thousand times about the Improv's, and it happened this weekend in Brea. Drunk guy was in there. He, even before the show started. Mm-hmm. He was stumbling around. He's looking he got, the manager's like, I, hey, well, I want a drink. I gotta get a drink in here, and he was clearly drunk. And then I went into the green room. I didn't want to be around. I came back out. I'm like, what happened to that guy? He's like, Oh, we gave him two free passes, told him to come back next time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. Out. Boom. Gone. Boom.
3: You're Sebastian,
1: ever. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it good? It was good.
0: It's a good way of dealing with
3: that. But man, there are just rooms where <laughs> Oh, they let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's unbelievable. And and then some of those Clubs, it's like like at indie last week in, in the downtown crackers. There's three different conversations at different tables, so it's not like it's one
0: distraction. It's mm-hmm. like
3: oh, are, you guys are just cool with like mumbling in the. Uh, it just turns yeah. into like a cocktail party. Yeah, or it's like this yeah. isn't a, a club at all. Well,
0: it's well that's just thing. it. They just want to sell the cocktails.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you seen a lot of fights?
3: No, but I I told uh, Murray to get Jeff Keith on here. He's got a great story about that same club, but I'll let him tell it when he's on.
0: We'll get
2: Jeff Keith on here. it's unbelievable.
0: I haven't seen any fights in a while. I get a lot of fight stories on here. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Oh, I got a funny one. Um, I was at the Punchline in San Francisco, and these guys walked in in the middle of my set. I was just featuring, and they were just... Assholes. They just came from the sports bar. Remember that sports bar around the corner right. or whatever? And they just like, you know, walked in. They're just like, just being dicks. And I was having a bad set anyway. And uh, at one point the guys like, you suck. And I was so upset. And I knew I was sucking. That <laughs> this came out of me. I just went, I went, yeah, no shit, buddy. Do you see anybody laughing? <laughs> <laughs> like as if, as if I was insulting him for making such an obvious dumb comment right. Right. and uh anyway with these guys somehow or another got upset about it and uh then there was a bouncer there who uh is this pretty big guy bald and gay mm-hmm. and he uh starts but he's you know he's a, he's a big dude and he's taking these guys out and, and one of them he's really struggling and it, it basically turned into a fight at this point but um the bouncer finally overtook the guy and kicked him out and then this is the last thing the guy says while he's getting kicked out to the bouncer he goes I'll shove your bald head Right up my ass <laughs> And the guy the, the, Oh man If you're out there Listening buddy That was a, it was Because afterward the, the bouncer was laughing So hard And oh he was just God. like I don't know It sounds kind of interesting Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. What, does he, what does he mean by <laughs> that yeah, Careful with your threats you know. Take your bald head And shove it right up my ass <laughs> Okay Weird Way to fight <laughs>
0: Yeah, I always, great. I always find it interesting. I always, I, I always ask when I have women on the show and out on the road. I mean, it you can't female comics don't get a lot of respect on the road from the audience. Yeah. Do you ever find that?
1: Um, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know if it has to do with just... I've had quite a few where there's not very many people there when I go on, and then the owner will tell me, oh, we don't usually have good openers, so people don't show up till later.
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
3: <laughs> That's a great policy. <laughs> That's a great policy. I've dude. heard
1: that a couple of times.
3: That's awesome. Um,
1: I did show up to a gig in Washington where the guy was like, you can do, I was supposed to do 30, and he's like, you can do 10 minutes. And I'm like, why? He goes, well, most openers aren't good, so I have to try you out. But I definitely <laughs> have gotten... But I don't know... I don't know if he really does that with all the openers, or maybe mm-hmm. it was because I was female. Hmm. You it's, think they don't get respect because f- females aren't as funny, or?
0: Um, no, I don't think that. I just I don't I know I, I see a lot of girls get you know yelled at from stage, and you mm-hmm. know I, I I don't think oh I, it's I, brutal oh,
4: for
3: them
0: yeah. And I'm not saying I feel that. I'm just this is what I've seen, and I just like, like show us your tits. Yeah, yeah, you know, and
3: well, I have no problem with that request.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean,
3: it's tough maybe because. Uh, Like, to do some of these road rooms, you maybe sometimes have to be louder or or darker or bluer, and a lot of people don't want to see women doing that type of material, Mm -hmm. and so it's like, well, they're trying to survive just like a male comic.
1: Yeah, I think there's definitely instances where you have to grab them right away, but but no, I haven't had, like, a lot of heckling. No? No.
0: Really? I get it all the time.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. Well, then maybe it works in your favor, then, Jen, uh, that, like... Maybe people are like, ah, it's a woman. I'm not going to heckle her. I'd heckle a guy if he were, you know, up there doing this material or at this level of success through the show. It
2: could but. be your comedy, though, too. It's just better than the rest of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's it. <laughs> no, but you are hilarious, though. Oh, but, I, nice I mean, so but, you know, some of it might be the style of your comedy is less combative than maybe some other people and then um, girls or guys, you know.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't I try not to insult anyone, so that might help. Um But yeah, no, I don't I haven't had too much.
2: And also how many times like hecklers like we hear it as heckles, but sometimes they're just trying to like play along or something. Yeah, they yeah, think they're I helping. find there's
1: a lot of people in the audience who yeah, they'll want to um like say, the worst is when they say something on your punchline or right before your punchline oh, and they ruin the, the joke. Worst. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. But
1: I can, yeah. You can tell when they're just they're they think they're having fun and helping you. So then I never want to get mad at them. I just kind of move on to another joke. But yeah. I can see how it could get like tense if you well, get yeah, really pissed. Timing
2: is an important part of comedy, you know. Mm. And so if you if you want to take a pause to make something funnier when it happens, you're yeah. afraid to because some douchebag is going to yell out some word yeah. that's not even the direction that you were going with it, but it's like. You gotta have comedic timing. That's part of comedy.
1: I feel like when I'm on the road, though, I steamroll through jokes. Really, like I don't want to take a breath, like a you said. To do that because I don't want to lose them. So I'm just like boom, boom, boom. I know. And I go through all my material.
0: Dude, I worked with a girl the other night at the ice house, and uh, we're all doing Cinco de Comics for Cinco oh, de Mayo. <laughs> no. Stretch or comics. any of them Hispanic? <laughs> no, Spanish. no, and we're all white. That's Cinco the best. De all comics. white, and one Asian, which is the best part. And uh, she, this girl, just like I, she did fifteen. I think she did easily twenty-five minutes worth of material in fifteen, in 15 minutes, minutes, just wow. and didn't give it. She was getting laughs, but right. she would just step right all over them and just everybody oh, would stop it so they could hear the next joke.
2: Oh, okay, okay. And uh, it's like I don't know. I mean, does that necessarily mean that the show is as good? Because it's like you're just not giving them a chance. Mm-hmm. But does that mean that they're getting, you know? I don't know. Well, there's some people that that's their that, that that's built into the way that they deliver. A couple of the New York guys that I love that are just like you know, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and it's great because they are afraid of that. But but there's also you know, what about like Bob Newhart and that whole style mm-hmm. of you know stammering. Stephen and, Wright know. or yeah, or like that Jake that, that, Johansson, or more sure. modern guy. But you know, it's like. He, you should be able to take a pause or a stutter or stammer yeah. or whatever and not have to worry that some guy's going to yell, you know, you farted, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And it's like, no, I didn't. And forget about taking any more pauses for the rest of the <laughs> yeah. This is now a 30-minute show. Just oh, so I can go boy. through everything. Is funny? I
1: feel like I get super conscious of it. Just I don't know if it's being in LA, but you see a lot of people, who, and I don't know if it is just LA where – comics will be on stage and in between jokes they'll just be like so uh I like that drives me crazy because i'm just like how do it like yeah,
2: yeah i know that's and i
1: think bad. that's why i get like super conscious of like i don't want to take too big if you, if it's a comedic yeah. timing kind of pause it's fine
2: yeah it's going to be calculated yeah but
1: or, i hate when comics just sort of look like what should i talk about next you know like you're the one on stage Yeah, no, yeah.
0: or this one this is my favorite what else is going on? Yeah. Oh, the what else is going on? Yeah. Just, is, just like We paid to like, come see you. Yeah. Did you see the wheels going of, what other jokes did I want to do that I can't remember right now? Like I'm just trying?
1: write it on your hand and look if you have to, but yeah. <laughs> when, when I didn't,
0: I didn't notice you uh, going too fast. I saw your set. One of those sets at Bridgetown. You weren't, you weren't yeah, no, Bridgetown was fun. You weren't steamrolling. No. But you mentioned something interesting, which, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't travel. I, I pretty much stay within the states. I know you've been in England for a while, right?
1: Yeah,
2: that's we'll,
0: unusual. We'll get to that in a minute, yeah, Patrick. Sure. you Ever go overseas or
3: for comedy? Not yet. I'd like to do that. Uh-huh. Like to see, do the troop stuff. I but um,
1: I've never been overseas. You're,
0: say, you're saying you're working these places where they say, oh, we never, you know, our openers are never good, you know. And I was talking to this comic Monty Franklin. I don't know if you guys know him. Monty He's Franklin. He's new from Australia, mm-hmm. and he was saying and he was MCing the other night at the Ice House. And he'd like, he like you just got in the town, and he's like, "Oh yeah, the MC is the coveted position in Australia."
1: Oh yeah, it
0: is the. And I'm like, "Well, it's not here, you're about yeah. to find out," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's he was explaining that it's like your show, it's like the Patrick King show, you yeah. know. And I'm going to bring some friends on, and you, he's like, yeah, "One night you do over an hour's worth of material." Sure. Because you, you know you're opening it, you're bringing it down, and of course they have uh, intermissions down there. Yeah. So I don't know.
3: I, yeah, I don't know if that works for me. Do you, do you, anyway what intermissions uh, the intermission for a comedy show I just feel like you got an hour and a half of someone's attention
1: yeah but they also don't serve drinks during your show right yeah. don't they do it where it's like not interrupted by waitresses or anything
3: oh, oh okay so that's why yeah,
1: right. no, okay. they let them go out and smoke and get a drink so that way everyone's back. like focused there's okay. no that's check what I've heard drop. Henry would know better uh, there's
2: no yeah, check drop or had, anything uh, yeah they were all there were intermissions for all our shows and at first I thought it was really weird but somehow it worked out um, yeah because there's
1: not all the distraction of all the waitresses and right I thought you'd lose momentum right? or mm-hmm. something like
2: that um Where were you in England? Um, You were there for like a month, right? Well, I was there for seven weeks. Yeah, Yeah. we did 38 cities. Wow. um, Yeah, we were... (gasps) Who knew there were 38 cities in England? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and Scotland. Oh, okay. Well, Um, there you go. There's the other 15. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. No, there was a place called Inverness, which is like the highlands or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm really embarrassed because I'll tell people, yeah, I just got back. And I'm naming a couple of the places. And... Oh yeah, wow, you've been to the Highlands. Oh, that that must have been just gorgeous. And I was like yeah. kind of embarrassed, but like that one I woke up hungover on the tour bus and I did not see anything of Inverness other than the parking lot behind the theater and the oh. stage door <laughs> and that's it but apparently a five-minute walk and i would have just been in this breathtaking yeah. beautiful they have a waterfall there this yeah <laughs> i just oh. missed
0: all that. and you could have thrown up in it i it know would have been great, it was great. <laughs> but um and you were traveling with a great being here. yeah
2: doug stanhope and that was it was hilarious you we, and we doug go way back don't you times. yeah yeah i met him at the improv in 96 and then uh and he started taking me on the road with him in 99 or so.
0: Yeah, I remember when I first met you or Doug. I kind of met you guys together at the bar at the improv. Yeah, yeah. All those
2: years and, ago. And, uh, yeah, we, we had a blast. Um,
0: what, uh, what, does Doug got a big following in England? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there were some big ones. Um, yeah, no, he was getting recognized on the streets and stuff oh, like wow. that. wow. Yeah, it was great. Was he really Yeah, that we're walking crazy. through Liverpool. People that aren't even going to the show, like, you know. Wow. Cause, it, yeah, he's just really, um, They're really into uh, American counterculture over there. And Doug is sort of like a living example of Mm -hmm. that, you know. I mean, if Bill Hicks were alive, he would be like the biggest thing over there, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, well, he uh, was big when he was around. Oh, was he big out there? Yeah, he was big in English. Yeah, I
2: remember
3: one of his albums, or at some point he came and did a show back in the States... And it wasn't a full house, and he's like, "Oh, it's going to be back in my home area." <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, though I just yeah. sold out a 2,000 seat theater in England.
2: Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, he insulted America a lot, and I think that they like that. <laughs> sure, you know? sure. So yeah, so it's like kind of make sense when you think about it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was hilarious. Was,
3: is he or, or or English comics? Are they able to insult their own country like Americans are able to insult their own country? Um, I know Doug. I didn't is see American. a lot
2: of uh, British comics.
3: But I wonder if I have
2: seen a lot of them and yeah man there's a lot of anti-american stuff okay but are they so perceptive and critical of their own I didn't really see any of that okay. but I mean, I, I'm sure it happens but I yeah. most of what I saw was anti-american right. like, the Americans <laughs> were the punchline of almost every, right, you right. Know? Right. and can a lot of Canadians are like that too
0: yeah <laughs> hey, well you know there's so much I mean it's an easy target I think yeah and it yeah. sounds like such a blanket statement but there's so much yeah, better educated pretty, than we are you know easy yeah i remember i was over in uh switzerland not doing comedy but just snowboarding and uh i was on a tram and this was this was even before nine eleven, but it was even still like nobody liked americans i knew that you know and so I'm, this one guy struck up a conversation with me and he's like so where are you from and i didn't want to tell him i was from america and i'm like oh i'm from canada he goes oh and then started asking me about the the struggle between the classes and the Canadian. (laughs) Oh, they knew that much. Yeah, and my brother's in the back just losing his shit because I'm like, well, you know, I I voted for the working party. I'm like just pulling shit out of my ass. (laughs) I don't even
2: know. You can Um, talk, if you want, you can find people here in America that are all up on, you know, those particular things. But I mean, what I think is silly is just to generalize any group of people based on where they, I mean, it's like, you just want to say, well, if you were born in America, you'd have a very similar cultural right. background. Right, we're all you know, a like product of... We're all of, just a product but, of yeah. whatever the accident of where we were born, and it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with who you are as a yeah. person, you know? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's always pretty silly when you hear about, you know, people generalizing one way or the other about it. But uh, oh, no, it was funny, yeah. I completely said it was a blanket statement. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. mean, Doug's 10-minute closer was just all about how much he hates England and what he was talking about was the day-to-day living there compared to America, you know, and and he and he made it really funny and and uh, you know and somehow or another he turned it around so that it was all you know a bunch of huge laughs, you know, but it was, uh, yeah, he was basically just talking about how uncomfortable it is to live out there, you know, because if, you know one of the examples is. The roads are all just these windy roads that were made, you know, 1,500 years ago for, like, donkeys and stuff. And now there's like <laughs> double-decker buses, you know, mm-hmm. killing people, you know. And it's like, here we have seven lanes, you know, because mm-hmm. it was all sort of, and we have the space or whatever. But, uh, yeah, no, if you saw anybody that was booing those bits, they were either doing it in fun or they just don't understand, you know. I guess uh, satire or whatever. I mean, you know, you should be able to watch something like that and just kind of like think about it and go, "Oh, that's kind of fun to just kind of hear that from a guy when when you don't really hear that very often from comics that go over there."
3: That's that's one thing I liked about I've done Canada, Mm -hmm. and one thing I like about Canada, or I don't know, even some of the English audiences, they seem to laugh at the joke even though it's not true you know it's clearly not true or whatever and it's like oh we're laughing in appreciation of the the sarcasm yeah yeah like uh, a galifianakis style or Mm -hmm. something and it's like okay that's that's funny and in here it's it's more like uh, uh no, you know, some of that. Oh, yeah, it's
2: amazing how people can get
3: hung up. Like, oh, you're trying to be clever. And it's like,
2: yeah, yeah. We're, we're all suspending
3: our disbelief, guys. Yeah, we, yeah, when, yeah, When you walk into the club, that's the idea. Yeah. It's just... I've never, that was a good point that you or Doug said about you go to
2: see a band, you know the music you're going to see. Oh, yeah, Doug, yeah, has got a classic bit about that. And it's like, if two guys show up, you know to the forum or something and there's a bagpipe player there and they didn't check to see who was there who's the dick is it the bagpipe player you know he was just there booked <laughs> on the show and it's like but people do that in comedy shows all the time it's like well, we're very upset we came to the comedy club and the community did he didn't even acknowledge our group. He didn't talk to us. He didn't make fun of our friend Linda like we told him. He didn't sing happy birthday. And it's mm. like, well, you should have seen which comic was going. On, you know, mm-hmm. and if it's Doug Show, it's like, well, That's all funny. he did was tell us we were stupid for believing in God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we had a horrible night. <laughs> That's
0: great, man. That's How are they? Uh, right. Were they very responsive to? If you haven't seen Henry Phillips, he's very funny uh, singer songwriter and joke Smith.
1: That's Can
2: great. I coin that word, joke Smith? Yes. Yeah, Jokesmith. Like no, joke That's great. 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 Thank It's <laughs> the Smith perfect name for Henry.
1: Is <laughs> Smith something?
2: No. somebody who makes something? Like yeah. one who makes? A Smith. Oh, okay. So, um, I,
0: I, I believe I learned that when I was studying the uh, struggle of the working class in Canada.
3: Right. <laughs> Smith was the name and of the, uh, uh, Domin- the captain on the uh, Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Smith.
2: <laughs> I'm a I'm an amateur diarrhea Smith in my. Are you? Yeah. Well, that yeah. happens. Yeah. You're a different. Stylist. According to that definition of it, oh. I make diarrhea. I'm going to pretend like that. Can we cut that? <laughs> um, no. I just I get uncomfortable. With Sorry diarrhea myself. No, no. But um, yeah. No. The, I was just wondering shows, how the response. Well, was to the diff. The biggest difference that I noticed was it felt like, and because I played right before I left for England and right mm-hmm. after I came back so uh, here in America and uh the biggest difference is that if you would you tell a joke and it's like bam everybody is with you and they get it and there's a, there's a laugh and I I remember before and after the trip coming like I came here and I did a set somewhere I think it was at the improv on Melrose or whatever and uh you know that's my home club that's what I'm used to and everything like that but I thought it was so interesting cuz I'd be like it It feels like here sometimes you're competing against something. You know, you feel like you're you're competing to get their attention because if you if your setup lasts too long, they're drifting apart. They might try to talk to their date or they might ask the yeah. waitress for something like every. Mm. It's like you got to keep throwing some shiny object up so that oh, they'll look that. at it, you know. Whereas in England, and this could, it could be part of, and again, I'm not not trying to contradict myself and stereotype, but I'm just saying this was my experience with the audiences. It could be part of the fact that, like you said, that there were not, um, there was an intermission and they were going out and doing all that stuff in between, and then they would come back and just watch the show. But it really felt like it worked the way it's supposed to. You set it up, there's quiet, you deliver the punchline, and then there's no lag time and all of a sudden everybody gets it Mm -hmm. and that's the way it should be (laughs) whereas here i feel like there's this like maybe half the room kind of gets it and then the other half you feel like they just didn't quite and then you say some tag afterward that's what i hate when you have to make fun of the joke Mm. you see uh what i'm saying there is that blah blah blah, which we've all done you know and then everybody laughs you know and it's just like ugh Yeah, but out there, everything seemed to work a little bit more mechanically, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think it's because they're not... If you watch their TV, it's not like a big attention-getting contest, you know. It's just sort of like it's all a little bit more... um, you know, monetize. Have you seen the down, yeah.
3: Downton Abbey? I haven't seen that. That's a good show. The and then the spoof, <laughs> Downton Downton Arby's is a yeah. funny spoof on show. <laughs> oh, that. oh, that's <laughs> fine. With Richard Kind. Yeah, Richard yeah, yeah, Kind's yeah, in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Walsh. Yeah. Oh, one great. of the Walshes is in it. No, uh, well, no Matt Matt Walsh. Oh, Matt of, Walsh, uh, the UCB crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, good. he's very uh, funny. He's great. Jen. Yeah, uh, Jen. I was going to ask about the road, like for girls in terms of meeting.
1: Well, whose podcast is this? Oh, sorry, sorry. I just. He stole my coffee. Now he wants to interview Jen, me. Jen, tell me about
0: the road for girls. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was actually going to ask Jen what her favorite, where her favorite club is. Does she have a favorite club or theater?
1: Oh, um, you mean on, does it have to be on the road or in LA?
0: <laughs> hey, listen, man, I live on the west side now, so every time I go to the Improv in I Hollywood, love, that's a road gig to me. It I takes love me a hour to get improv.
1: there. That is a road. I love the. I do love the
0: Irvine Improv. It might be my favorite club. That's my
1: favorite. Um, But as far as like traveling, I don't know if I have like a favorite. I've. I'm so happy anytime I'm on the road. I'm Mm -hmm. usually I'm usually pretty content.
3: And you're you're from L.A. area. Uh, Yeah. And then you lived in New York for a while, so there's not really a chance to get a home club if you're from those areas. I think.
1: No. Um, Well, I've started. I started in New York, but most of my time has been in L.A. So I would say the Improvs mm -hmm. my home club the hollywood improv oh yeah but uh i did the comedy store for a long time too but i like to improv the best yeah yeah
0: what about um what
1: the biggest problem on the road is like if you get a really horrible hotel i mean yeah hotel but most of the clubs i've done have been pretty happy the only one i had problems at was laughs in tucson have you ever done that that one no what's their what's their hotel now oh no that one i had to stay in the guy's house Oh. (laughs) oh man Sorry,
3: I don't mean to laugh. Did you have cats? Or? The it's owner so of
1: that one is like crazy. None living. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's crazy. Yeah.
3: Other,
1: oh, yeah, that's other so than weird. that, really? I've had pretty good experiences.
0: I refuse. We. I think we talked about it on the last podcast, but I refuse to stay in houses of the owner.
3: That's the, that's yeah. the yeah. only
1: time I've done it, and yeah. I was. I didn't find out the situation until right before, but I have this problem with canceling stuff because I always think like, I hate to. Cancel something out of like my fear of like, oh, this is going to be horrible. Because I always think like I should be open to new yeah. experiences. And <laughs> what about
3: like, what about meeting? Out. Does a female comic have the same, I don't know, like approach to meeting people, meeting guys after the show or other girls if she's of that persuasion?
1: Um, <laughs> good,
3: good question. I just, yeah, I just feel like I have to I, be a little more protective.
1: That's one of my favorite parts of being on the road. Like, I just love hanging out after shows and meeting people, but I definitely would not. Like go to a stranger's house probably. I did it one time in Oregon. Uh and it was fun. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was yeah, fun.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we weren't jumping in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah, that kinda terrifies me because I always think like I don't want to be that one that, you know, female comedian gets slain by psycho. <laughs> right,
2: right. Um so guys? yeah,
1: I think it's easier for guys as far yeah. as uh yeah, I don't I don't like go out and get a bunch of action on the road or anything.
2: Do you ever try to use The fact that you're a comedian to try to get dudes to sleep with you. (laughs) I'm just just kidding. That's a ridiculous Mm -hmm. question to ask. No, but you know
1: what? (laughs) (laughs) On the road is probably the only time where like my ego gets boosted so much on the road. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Because
1: in L.A., like, I don't know. I mean, I have my friends, but nobody really cares. You kind of do your sets and you go home and whatever or hang out at the improv and it's all your comedian friends. But like on the road is the only time where like dude, nobody hits on me in L.A.
2: But really? on the road,
1: people will actually they like think it's cool that you're the comedian. Um, but I get I can't really take advantage of it too much. But Neither. but it is an ego booster.
2: I have a better time meeting Henry? girls if they didn't see the show, but they know I was a comedian. <laughs> oh, you're
1: hilarious! You know, that Come on, works. <laughs>
2: It's like, oh, cool! This guy's a comedian. And then they just imagine how funny it might have been instead of picturing a guy. <laughs> Wait, why did you point
1: to about, Henry? Whatever. Do you get a lot of action on the? No, road?
2: no. He was pointing at Patrick. <laughs> I was pointing at Patrick. I was going to bring up something, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I, I want to hear it. There's, Patrick there's,
1: gets lots of action. There's
0: got to be a double, like because a, you're a musician, and let's face it, musician. No, I have a theory get about the tail. this.
2: And you're and you're a jokesmith. No, you know. You what
1: it get is? a lot of girls just off your voice, I'm sure. And well, you're a good looking
2: guy. He has a sexy That's voice. Nice, but uh no, I think honestly what I've done, like playing guitar and writing songs is cool in a certain universe. What I've done and Mike O'Connell and I talk about this a lot. It's like, we've taken it and put it in a place where people don't want to see it. <laughs> so great. it doesn't really, you don't really have, you know, I mean, there's definitely a history of dudes that play guitar and write songs as being cool. Yeah. But uh, it's, I mean, yeah, just, you know, there's tons of people that are just against. I, I had a show in St. Louis where I showed up. It was like the third show you know, MC, the feature go up, and then I go up, and it's like there's 12 people out there, and there's some girl, and I had the guitar. And this girl's like, don't play the guitar. <laughs> I was wow. like, well, I gotta for 45 minutes. Like, I'll just leave. But um, I was like, fuck you. <laughs>
0: Do you feel like there's a there's a switch? Because I feel like there's a switch in... Like if I'm not very, I'm not like one of those New York boom 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 guys, or mm-hmm. or like like even like Fraser Smith is like a yeah. one liner boom boom yeah, boom, yeah. boom boom, and he emcees the Ice House a lot and I perform there a lot. guy, right? Yeah, and I always feel like there's a switch. There's like a few minutes of switch in the dynamics of of like a set like that in my set. Do You feel like there's a
2: um, wait. So do you feel like there's an
0: adjustment period with you as a? I don't I don't want is yeah, a guitar yeah, comic? Sure. Are you a guitar That's comic? Ass um is there an adjustment period between the feature who is a uh, like patrick Keane or, or Jen or myself who doesn't use the guitar
2: oh yeah well i started i started doing probably about five minutes of of stand up mm-hmm. before i start playing but um that's only to to help the transition right. along you know to be honest with you um yeah, I started. I started just playing songs right at the top. That's how I started out, and uh, it's weird. You know, you just kind of you got to go up and let the transition happen a mm-hmm. little bit easier. Um, ideally, I'd like to just put the guitar down and go up for 15 minutes and just do stand up, and then pull out the guitar and then finish off the show that way. And mm-hmm. that's kind of more what I'm working on now. But yeah, I think so because this is a place where people are used to seeing things in a certain format, and you don't want to mess with that too much, you know. I remember I'm reminded of when in the early '90s I used to go to the strip club called the Body Shop on Sunset. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I was just discovering. <laughs> Actually, totally it was probably crew. more like the late
0: '80s. <laughs> totally been there. Yeah, yeah oh, but nice. um,
2: they used to have magicians. Like they'd have a magician. <laughs> And I was like there with our bachelor party or something with all my buddies, and we're all drinking and stuff, and well, I don't know, if, yeah, we must have been drinking because I don't know if you can now, or maybe whatever it was, it was just topless it was just topless okay, yeah, so you could drink, but I remember my buddies and I were so <laughs> pissed sorry. when the when the magician goes over, it was like, yeah, that's what we came for is to see a fucking magic show <laughs> oh, for our buddies' bachelor party, and i'm and the guy's just going through, he's got like a dove or something, and it flies out and but I was like, that's kind of how I feel sometimes <laughs> when I go out there with a the guitar and everybody wanted to see a stand-up comedian. It's like, oh, what is this shit? Yeah, they tried
3: it at Cheetah's on... Uh, is that on Hollywood or Sunset Hollywood?
2: Wait, Sunset? They have bands there. Cheetah's? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. that was like a really loud rocking band there. Yeah. yeah. That's where I was... I had an awful conversation there. I was talking to this stripper out in the front, and she goes... um, she goes, yeah, I live on Venice and Robertson. And I go, oh, you're you're right by the, Hamilton the High. Uh, Del Taco. Yeah, there is a Del Taco. Line. And she goes, um, I don't eat fast food. And I'm like, well, I didn't ask you if you eat fast food. If you live right. on a certain intersection, you're probably aware of what places. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't okay. use pawn shops. Not, I know that there's either. one on the corner of where I live, right, you know. Right, it's right. like, come on. Right. I don't eat fast food, you fucking bitch.
4: <laughs> yeah, sorry, that sounded yeah, yeah, kind of yeah.
2: angry. Oh, oh, must not be there, then, if you don't eat fast food. <laughs> You're right. I'm
0: sorry. My mistake. I went to that Cheetah's once, and we sat down, like, right at the stage, and uh, some girl was on a pole. Wait, was it Cheetah's? I've only been to a handful of strip clubs. I think it was Cheetah's. Some girl was on the pole, and she was dancing, and she was, like, gymnastics Inverted, her yeah. way all the way up to the top yeah, some which was yeah. which yeah. was really impressive yeah. and then during like a like a, a rest during the song where it got really quiet she dropped down but just by her legs so her legs were the only thing that were supporting her cool. and stopped herself right before the stage but the skin squeak
2: of oh, <laughs> her inner thigh Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. like i was in the front row, where you're like oh ouch wow. wow are we watching this that's like uh
1: stop herself
3: what's that uh dun 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 dun. dunt dun- dun- what's oh, that mission impossible. mission impossible where yeah. crew's like <laughs> he's like avoiding the floor and she just drops
1: my very first opening gig ever was for a hypnotist oh yeah <laughs> you open for a hypnotist oh, wow. yeah at the where riviera in, oh, vegas. in vegas nice. <laughs> yeah. wow. Wow. that was your first well, this is the thing. I was so excited about it because I was like two years in right, right. and I won a contest wow. in LA at right. room five. Nice. Yeah, but I was so excited about it. But really, the contest, so I got to open for him, which really was 10 minutes. hmm. And they gave me a room, but I still had to drive down to Vegas. I mean, I definitely yeah. didn't make money, but I was very excited about it.
0: That is an interesting.
3: But it
1: was not it a was good just show. It was
0: just one night. Yeah. Oh.
1: It was like ten minutes. The ribs
0: used well. The rib used to have been there while it was like Tuesday through Sunday. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, no. It now a, they and have, now it's
0: a week long. I think it's two shows a night for us. Oh,
3: really? Days. No, they
1: have like two showrooms there now.
3: Yeah, there's two or three. Did they use that big one though? The 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 nice one. They always put comedy in the other room. Like, no, I think they're using <laughs> yeah. the big
1: one because the last right. time I went there. Um, like Amy Schumer was headlining Dice does nice. a lot of stuff oh, yeah, there nice, now so, does, yeah. so I think they're using the big one it looked like it but wow. the hypnotist crowd did not want comedy Vegas is
3: a, it's an interesting thing for comedy like if you're not like a big name like a Lou Anderson Jerry Seinfeld Rita Rudner that's an interesting vibe doing stand up there mm. it's, it's just it's a different yeah because they're like they're they're going to the show because they're not making money in the casino. They're like, we lost everything. Let's go watch comedy. And it's like, oh, what a perfect audience that is. Yeah. <laughs> just people that have lost everything. <laughs>
0: and, well, did, uh, they got a new place in the Orleans. Has anybody been there yet? I haven't been there. The no. new, there's a new room. First of all, there's a, there's a like thousand seat theater, which is great. And mm-hmm. then there's like a new club there.
1: And they have a Laugh Factory there now too.
0: At the in Vegas. Yeah, they yeah. just
1: opened a Laugh Factory.
0: I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask you first about um, Jen about. Uh, last comic that thing's oh, that show's gone right it's gone yeah but it was gone before and it came back are they doing it every other year now
1: How's it's been work? gone for two years How's though it? Okay. How's it been? i think it's you were on gone. the last one right yeah i did the last two years mm-hmm.
0: nice. but you were featured more on the last the first, one
1: right no the first year i did it i was featured a lot more
2: oh was that with like that the one with Fairbank? that Fairbanks? that was when eliza won okay
1: yeah chris fairbanks they okay. featured they featured ben glebe
2: with craig robinson
1: No Who's the most recent He was on the last one
2: He was on the last one The most recent Winner
1: Winner was I thought
3: it was Eliza
1: Oh was she the last one? I thought she was Oh you're right I'm sorry That was the last one So
2: that would mean that I just know Fairbanks Did some bit with Craig Robinson So I thought hmm. that maybe That was the same one
1: No he, he was on both years also Oh I see He
2: probably did both I believe but there was one year where. Jen that was
1: the, the last year.
0: Okay. We're trying to figure out Jen's resume, yes, is what we're trying so to figure out. Yeah. When you were on that show. I was well. featured was mostly Felipe the year time. that Eliza won. Okay.
1: Which I guess they were looking for a girl.
0: How many episodes were you featured in?
1: Just one. Oh, okay. They just gave me like a lot of airtime, though. Oh, okay. Because I didn't move on past that.
0: But that's a lot that's of airtime right. for They gave me really good airtime. first time. show? It was really nice. Because you made it to the. The main show that night. Yeah. Did you move on? Or? I didn't
1: move on after that.
0: Because I was, because I remember, don't I don't remember what year it was, but it was, but I remember I was working at NBC and I and I ran upstairs and I got the tape or the DVD. Oh, really? And just watched the the shows from that night, and it was like you and uh, Fairbanks and uh, uh, Chip Hope maybe. Chip Hope, yeah. Yeah, and like I don't. Oh a yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm I remember like, Chip. I'm like, this is good. like everybody I know. This is awesome. Yeah. And then they killed the show.
1: I had a really good time that night. Yeah, I had a great. That was a really fun show, actually.
0: Do you do you think that? And was it at the Improv? Yes. Was do you think because there was rumor of it that?
1: I definitely would um, buy into the rumors that it's planned. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: They're casting a show, would you say? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I definitely would buy into that because, yeah, I had a few people mention things to me. Um,
2: well, they're officially not a game show. Like, game show has rules that you have to, like the whole play yeah, show thing. strict rules. But they are rules. an entertainment show, and they can cast whoever.
1: I did have an amazing time that first year I did it, mm-hmm. and then the second year I did it was a whole different experience. Really? Yeah, the second year I did it, I came back, and this woman was interviewing me. And she's like, so you were here, the second year just felt so set up and like manipulative. Mm -hmm. This woman's on camera when I'm waiting to go on. She goes, so, um, you know, you're a little bit older, right? She's like trying to bait me. And she goes, how do your parents feel about you pursuing this and... And, uh, and I didn't realize at first what she was doing, so I kind of played into it. And, and she goes, so wh- why do you want to get on this show? And I was like, I just really want to be a comic. Like, I don't want to work my waitressing job anymore. Like, I just desperately want to be, like, a comic and yeah. nothing else, right? So then, um, but all her questions were kind of setting up, like,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, you know, they try and get you to cry. So then <laughs> afterwards, oh, wow. when I didn't get picked to move on that same woman came up to me with the camera and the microphone and she's like so tomorrow it's back to waitressing oh,
4: and God. i like yeah. i got
1: like tears in my eyes and i was like i wanted to punch this one and i remember chris fairbanks was behind me and i looked at him and i'm like i don't have to answer this right <laughs> yeah. i think like, i was oh, like God, what a, i realized oh, what person. she was doing to me and Dude. i wanted to kill her so and i just looked at her and i just walked away because i was like but who is oh. the girl just so, I don't one nobody I know probably
2: works for the Yeah, just the somebody producers. who does those like
1: yeah interviews on the side. Oh, okay. Nobody would know. God, that's like awful. she wouldn't even have been shown when they aired it. They would just show me like crying and all that stuff. So it was nobody like worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> wow. the second year just felt like so manipulative and so weird. Uh, and that was a horrible experience. But the first year was actually really, really fun. Yeah. There was such a great group that I first year, because it was Dwayne Perkins, Ben right. Glebe. Eddie Pepitone, like we oh, were all yeah. backstage waiting, and it was.
2: My favorite story really is Mark fun. Cohen, who was going to maybe do it with us today. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he's just one of the funniest guys in the world, and he he's known Ross forever, you know, um, Ross being one of the creators of the show or producers. Mm-hmm. Producers, whatever. yeah. And uh, I don't know, I used to play poker with all those guys, and, uh, you know, Mark was always kind of roasting everybody, and he's really mm-hmm. good at it. So he, he went and did his audition, but he he just sort of knew he wasn't going to do it. And I don't even feel like he felt like doing it anyway. So he just went up there for seven minutes and just insulted Ross the entire time <laughs> while they're both no standing way. there. Uh, Ross is so fat, he's got a black, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, that was it, man. And he just stood up there for seven minutes and insulted Ross. And I don't think they showed any of it. <laughs> But I mm-hmm. think that's pretty fun.
3: the uh, The first year they did it with like Buddy Hackett and Joe Rogan, I think, were kind of judges at a at a show at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, and uh, I remember that because Lang Parker performed at the Laugh Factory. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Lang. And Buddy Hackett said, uh, "Young lady, you are going to be a star." Like, and you know, Buddy Hackett I think died two weeks later. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like and then Lang was doing a show at the Redhead that that. That bar I used to run. Oh yeah, a show. Oh, that's right. And L- Lang did it, and Julia Sharp, who writes for uh, oh yeah, it's who writes uh, for Family Guy. He's like, when you bring Lang up, you have to say uh, this is the last thing Buddy Hackett tried to fuck before <laughs> <laughs> before he died. And I brought her up to that, not telling her, and she loved it because she's a good sport. Yeah, but, she's uh, crazy. It's a great line. That's cool.
1: And It is too bad it went off. It's like this. Because I'm, I'm glad when, I, when I see it helps, like, like, yeah,
3: like Todd Glass and, and yeah. Bill Dwyer and, that, and Ma- Kathleen Madigan. It helps, yeah. The, the no, great no,
1: I like I thought it was a great thing, even yeah. though you know, whatever. And that last group of guys was great, yeah. you know. And again.
2: Yeah, yeah and Mike De mm-hmm.
1: Stefano, oh, yeah. Tom oh, John. Right. Lagan, yeah, so even when so, when, so when many those, good guys on really, that last really group. really good
3: comics, even they don't finish first. At least it's some exposure for them, and and maybe yeah. You know, and Nikki Glaser's done Nikki really well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mike Ka- yeah. did Mike Kaplan do really well on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. And it did uh, jumpstart a lot of yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
3: great. Amy Schumer
1: jumpstart on that. It she only was helps those
0: comics,
3: and for some, it might be the only thing they ever get. So that's good too for them. So yeah.
1: And that's why some comics were against auditioning for them. I'm like, well, I mean, I have nothing to lose if I'm yeah. a waitress. What am I gonna, do? you know right, what I mean?
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just cry really easily, so I didn't. <laughs>
1: to,
2: I didn't want to have. Didn't Augie Smith have a good story about oh, yeah. one of the auditions? Oh, he we'll did. I just had him on for, uh, when he's the
0: guest. Oh, oh you know, I had him on. Asked I should ask him, asked him oh, about yeah. that. Um, before we get out of here, uh, you told me a story a long time ago, Henry. Yeah. Revolving, revolving, involving flying chairs.
2: Oh yeah. Not too far from here. The worst... Every, every time somebody asks, you, asks me, what's the worst gig that I've ever done? Which oh, is funny because... You guys might want to think about
0: that while he tells us. Yeah. story. Yeah, the
2: which is funny uh, because you would think it would be like some of these remote Lake Jackson, Texas. <laughs> or like some of these really remote places that I've played where the stereotype... Like when you watch the Blues Brothers or whatever, mm-hmm. you think that that's going to be the case... No, it was right here in L.A., and I think there really are some awful audiences here, and I think the reason is that it's so present everywhere, and there's so many free places where people just, you know... I mean, you could go to your favorite bar, and all of a sudden a comedy show pops up, and you're yeah. like, well, I didn't come here to watch a comedy <laughs> show, and it pisses people off. Yeah. But this was the one that took the cake. It's, it's now the Temple Bar. It used to be a couple of great places. It was called At My Place, and it was called... Uh, moon shadows I think mm-hmm. but then when it, when I was there and during this dark time it was called American Pie and they had like pool tables and stuff and they had the owner was trying to uh, do a thing where he bust in all these USC students and gave them like kegs or something like that and got them all drunk so they could watch the USC game and which they were doing and they, the USC was about to like clinch the season or something like that And I was supposed to go on right afterward. I was like 26 or something. And they're like, yeah, no, you'll be like the guy who makes them laugh, you know, the comedian. And this owner guy was so adamant about, like, I don't want there to be any dead time between the game and the show. Like, I do not (laughs) want them to get restless. or to. I want them to be entertained the entire time. And so basically he overcompensated it. And he thought that the game was over, and it wasn't. And I was standing there, but I was ready to go on. The guy turns off the game oh, God. and goes, go. And I'm like, uh, oh, I don't know geez. if the game's over yet. And it's like, no, no, no. They know who won. Just go, go, go. Get the fuck. <laughs> you're ruining the show. You're ruining the show. Get the <laughs> fuck up no there. There's no show yet. <laughs> so I get up on stage. And back in those days, like we were talking about, I didn't even have an opener. Like, I didn't have comedy. I just, the whole joke was that for the first minute and a half, you would think this is a serious folk song. <laughs> and I was doing, like, this, I was opening at that time with this religious song. That would be, like, it was just, like, based on a real religious, like, campfire song where I was like, all God's creatures got a place in the choir. Some sing low and some sing high. Some sing out loud on the telephone. But before I even got to the joke part, People were fucking going ballistic. They were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And they started picking up chairs. And now, this is also, by the way, the one night that I was able to get... Uh, guy from the LA times, guy, my my manager, some publicist that was supposed to be there. A couple people that had heard about me and the fans, I think my parents were even the audience. I was like all, you know, it was just like, and and by the way, I have, if this story sounds similar to another one, there's another one where I had, it's like the only two dates that I actually had everybody there that was this one and the other one that was, that sucked also. But, um, so I'm up there the poor uh, sound guy who happened to be a big guy, he wasn't a bouncer. There was no bouncer, but he just happened to be a big guy. And his job became, he was worried because there was a band that was supposed to go on later and their drum set was on stage. So people were throwing chairs and they're knocking the cymbals down and the the band wasn't there in the room at the time, but the, the sound guy was like oh fuck we're gonna be responsible if a chair goes right through this guy's bass drum head so he's up there he's throwing chairs off the stage there's people like they call the cops and everything and i'm up there in the middle you know some sing loud on the telephone wire some sing and and uh and finally after one song and almost getting hit by a chair i go all right i'm gonna take a break see ya and i left and then uh later on the uh you know, everything's cleared out. I had a few drinks. The, the owner guy still, the guy's name was Sean or something. It was a real prick. Refused to pay me,
4: mm.
2: which I, to be fair, I didn't do a show. I only did one song, but it's still, it's like, you're not really getting paid for the show. You're getting paid for showing up to the show. <laughs> this is something I, it's not my fault. And, um, the guy was like, well, you didn't do the show, man. I'm like, yeah, so should I have stood there and gotten hit by a chair? And he goes, "Dude, that's your that's your thing, man. You have to figure out how I mean, you had them in the palm of your hand, right? In the beginning." Oh, what? And I was when? like, "At what point did I have them in the Yeah, it's like and you just, you know, you bailed. If you would have kept on going, it would have been fine." And I was just like, "Oh, what an asshole." Um, that is definitely the most humiliating Scary gig oh. that I've done ever. And it was right here Who books that? in my hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, it's now the Temple that's Bar. So and it's that cool. That... I've played there since then. Yeah, and it's yeah. great.
0: Yeah. And what's your? Well, I know I didn't ask you to prep for this. Can you think of one off the top oh, that's of your head? Okay. Uh
1: I would say probably the first time I did thirty minutes. I desperately wanted to do it, so I took a triple run. Nice. And yeah. I drove. It was just one night though. I drove nine hours to Winnemucca, Nevada. Where? Winnemucca, Winnemucca. Nevada. Winnemucca. It's from it's the It's uh, uh, like Cash a railroad song. town.
2: <laughs> Winamaka, yeah.
1: Like people Winamaka who live there work. It's a what? Nobody there. Johnny
2: Cash's I've Been Everywhere. It's like the first line, you know.
0: Oh, really? That's a great song.
2: Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it's oh, awesome.
1: Yeah, so I drove nine hours to go there, and then you just, and I was terrified because I'd never done 30 minutes And they pretty much, you just, that was the first show where they're like, nobody really shows up in the beginning (laughs) because the opener sucks. But it's just you doing 30 minutes and then a headliner doing an hour. And I just had to walk out. Nobody introduced you. You just walk out. And it wasn't even a stage. It was just like a dance floor with some folding chairs set up around it. So I did that thing where you want to, like, kill time. So you're like, anybody have any birthdays? So- <laughs> uh. Like, I told the headliner, I'm like, I'm going to kill at least five minutes with uh- <laughs> with comic questions in the beginning. Which we kind of did as a joke, but it's so funny. Right, right. That's the one good thing about being in, like, kind of like those shitty, I don't want to call triple shitty, because I actually...
0: You can. You. you can call I them shit. they
3: really. tougher rooms. No, they're tougher. They're known. They're just, I mean, that's that's how they're known.
1: But the one fun thing about it is when you can just kind of turn it into, you know, mm-hmm. inside jokes with whoever you're working yeah. with yeah. or whatever. But I'd say that's the toughest. Just most terrifying, too, because the first time you're going to step on stage and do 30 when you're used to doing eight minutes in yeah. L.A., it seems like the... Like, I know my first couple jokes, I'm always like, oh, my God, it's only been four minutes. <laughs> you know, like, it <laughs> yeah. seems like the longest mm-hmm. time. But...
0: When you came back from that run and you did eight minutes, didn't that eight minutes fly by like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that accomplishment you feel when you first do 30, like the first couple times, you're just like, I did it. Especially oh, if you have a couple yeah. jokes left over, like, I didn't even use all my material. <laughs> yeah. Right? You feel all cool? And then you have those like delusional comic thoughts, like, I get headlines probably yeah. pretty soon. I was prepared if they
0: wanted an encore. I had three more bits. Didn't even touch on the, the table
1: waiting material. Luckily, I've had no violent uh, experiences yet, so that's good. An...
3: That might be the benefit of being a female comic. I don't know that there's going to... Anybody that started... Crap with a female comic, yeah. violently. We all
2: used to do that um, saddle ranch, and that's a good example of oh. a place in LA where I could see something like that. Easier. On Sunset, I could see something erupting no, there easier universal. than I could any of these oh, okay. places that we go on the road. You know, it's that's just the like one- the wrong combination of.
1: I feel like I was lucky when I started in L.A. that I did, like, a number of rooms, like, bars where nobody is paying attention to you. Yeah. And I think that was a good preparation for, like, having to get people's attention. Like, Saddle Ranch was a perfect example. Nobody.
2: Yeah. You've
1: got people riding the bull. Like, nobody cares. But you're like, well, either grab their attention or, like, bail, Mm -hmm. I guess.
0: Patrick, worst... Off the top of your head? I don't know if they're worse than those two
3: gigs <laughs> that you just said. But do you remember Johnny LaQuasta's old room in yeah. Huntington Beach? Oh, was totally. that Gallagher's or was it an Irish name? Of course it was an Irish name. Like, it was a bar yeah. in Orange County. Yeah. Yeah, was it that was, a lo- some, yeah. was fun.
1: It was I get
0: all those all mixed up.
3: Yeah. That's where one was of your
1: it? worst was? Well,
3: it was, you know, uh, I went down to headline that show a couple of years ago and, uh, and I was like, oh, this is the first time. As a matter of fact, oh, it's Tumbleweeds. Yes. Because in my phone it says Johnny Tumbleweeds instead yes. of Johnny LaQuasta. <laughs> to this day it says Tumbleweeds. And uh, I showed up, and, he's, and I was like, oh, this is a good room. I haven't done it all the years. And he's like, yeah, I don't know how much longer we're going to do it. You know, I don't really want to be involved with running a room anymore. So uh, you know, I don't know. It's only a matter of time. So yeah, I go up to Headline, and it goes well for literally 44 and a half minutes. <laughs> and on my last line... There's a, there's a table, a guy and two girls in the back, talking the whole show, not just my show, but the other five or six comics, just talking. Yeah. And there's a whole another section of the bar where they can talk. And I understand that if they're there for the bar experience, they don't want to see the show, but they're in the showroom. There's a whole other side like of the bar yeah where they can go be exist peacefully and everything. They're talking the entire show. And I'm in my last line of my last joke, I, I cite the Texas judicial system, because I'm talking about all these places where violence is still very prevalent, and Texas judicial system, and then I have half a line before my show is over, <laughs> and I'm like citing all these dangerous things in the world, uh, you know, "Murder She Wrote," uh, you know, F- uh, U- UFC, uh, the Texas judicial system, and I say that, and this guy's like, "Texas, what's your problem with Texas?" <laughs> and I was like, I could just finish the last half of my sentence and be done. And I went off. I was like, "You've been talking the whole show. You, you know, motherfucker." And I, really? uh, Yeah, oh yeah. And I called him, you know, all these things. You fucking cocksucker! Can I say these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cocksucker! (laughs) And I, and I, uh, you know, I called him a fucking queer and all this stuff. Like just going (laughs) off on this guy, and he's like, He's bigger than me, And, and I'm not necessarily small, but but. And then he starts walking towards the stage. And when someone starts walking towards the stage, I'm like, I'm going to get hit. Like, this guy is coming to hit me, to fight me. So I jump off immediately and shove him first because I think he's going to hit me. Mm. So I'm shoving him. And then he's like, what? Like, are you kidding me, man? And then he started like, he was kind of shocked and then kind of didn't know what he wanted to do. And then people jumped in and uh, and I actually did get back on stage and I was like "All right, guys we travel together and I (laughs) do that and it was a nice icebreaker but it was gnarly and then afterwards he was sitting with these two girls that are like we are so sorry like that that even escalated I'm like you know what that was part of my fault too I didn't mean to say all those things and it didn't need to get to that point and I wasn't apologizing but I was like it's you know it's I,
2: yeah, I'm partially dude, responsible talking throughout the whole show can yeah. make you do anything
1: I've never seen that and, side and of I you told, Patrick. oh
3: yeah it's there and then he came up <laughs> and he's like and he's talking and I was like hey man it didn't need to get out of control you know trying to make peace after mm-hmm. this and he said you're going to need to go back on stage and apologize and then I was like fuck you some more yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like it's back on now I'm like fuck you some more motherfucker I'm not yeah, going to go yeah. do that I was like go oh, fuck yourself and then security had to get involved again and, uh, and then by that time you know they were kind of was, I was with Joe Batanz and we were just like let's, let's go let's just end this and they can stay and we can go and right before I leave Johnny LaCroix is like yeah that'll be our last show yeah, <laughs> yeah <we laughs> don't ah! don't so. It but then it actually came to a head almost. Oh, I mean yeah. but, but I'm not gonna, you know, you know, we none of us should be bullied off. And no it's way. like he probably didn't yeah. expect the All comic bad. to come after him. But yeah, oh
0: yeah, that's I've like you know been <laughs> just thinking. Like, I'm gonna just keep the mic stand right here. Yeah, you know, yeah. just, just yeah. I'm gonna.
3: That's why sometimes I'll stand if I see something going on in a room. I'll, like, stay close, you know, if the com- if it's, like, a, you know, a little smaller guy, mm-hmm. even yeah, a, yeah. Well, mostly a smaller guy, and he, and it looks like something's going to happen, I'm going to be there, because I'm, like, a, you know, a bigger guy for a comic. Yeah, yeah. And I'll at least jump in and, and protect that guy, you know? Just, like, because this is ridiculous. You know, yeah. comedy's hard enough when, when the threat of physical violence isn't part of it.
2: Oh, dude, when we were at uh, Barney's Beanery last week with Mark Cohen, you know, Mark's just doing his, you know, one-liners and yeah. stuff, and he's doing some... I don't even know what the joke was. But, you know, I mean, if you've seen his act, it's all, you know, like, he was something like, you know, all right, this is, uh, you know, Robert De Niro is a little Jewish boy. It's like, you got my pee-pee? Or something like that. And like... uh, (laughs) But like some dude in the back was just like, "Are we gonna have to fight this guy?" It's like, <laughs> what, why what, would you feel like you have to fight uh, this guy? He's just a guy going up and telling yeah, jokes. Unbelievable, you know, it's like, man! People are just like getting drunk. Are we gonna have to fight this guy? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You don't even know what you're fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
0: It's <laughs> hey, well, I want to thank you guys for coming out, um, especially to Jen. Um, I a little short notice today, but I'm really glad oh, no, you came. Oh no, thank on. you! I was so awesome. excited. Um, thank you. Where can we find everybody, Jen?
1: Uh, Jennifer Murphy or jenmurphycomedy.com.
0: Okay. You got anything awesome coming up in the next month off the top,
1: Yes. I will be opening for Dave Attell next weekend at the Irvine Improv nice. all weekend. Nice. All he's nice. awesome. If anyone hasn't seen him, they should definitely go.
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah. What's his hair like these days? Long shaved? Yeah.
1: Last time I saw him, he was like, he's growing up yeah, kind of yeah. like oh, a clown. Did?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Excellent yeah. room. Uh, tell Dan I said, hi, the manager. Patrick. Yeah, uh,
3: Keen of, I'm on YouTube at Keen of Comedy. Okay. And uh, at Citizen Keen <laughs> on Twitter. All right, yeah, awesome. Check it out.
0: And at Jennifer Murphy on Twitter?
3: Uh,
1: Jen Murphy Gen, Comedy. Jen Murphy Comedy. I believe, yeah.
2: Henry Phillips? Um, yeah, in L.A. I have a gig at the Genghis Cohen. That's just been my own show, June 6th. You've been doing that for a while, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah, for, for 15 years I've been doing that, you know, a couple oh. times a year. It's D-Day. I like it. Yeah, I'm doing that, and then I got uh, Monterey and Cincinnati. And, oh, what's uh, up in Monterey now? Some, uh, some. I think it might be a music club. Okay, emailed me out of the blue, and I was like, sure. So, um, if anybody's up in Northern California, or uh, yeah, I got Go Bananas in Cincinnati, which is one of my favorites. Oh, that yeah, place uh, great. And uh, yeah, awesome. a Good time. Hen is the Twitter and a website. Uh, henryphillips.com okay two l's all right
0: uh guys thank you so <laughs> yeah really <laughs> thank you man. this isn't the time <laughs> thank, thank you guys you. so much jen patrick henry um i'm at murray v on twitter and um uh we got like earlier, we got the new shirts in so feel free to put your order in there at MurrayValeriano.com. and um i'm staying local so for the next month or so so you can catch me around but mostly the ice house and the impacts uh and keep the emails coming and thanks for all the funny comments about the really drunk show we did from bridgetown that was a lot of fun and slightly embarrassing but uh uh keep the emails coming i, I get back to all of them and uh that's it we'll talk to you guys soon thanks a lot guys cool. Bye.
4: thank you